Hey, Reveal listeners, if you've been listening to American Rehab, you don't need me to tell you about the importance of great investigative journalism. It really helps us when our listeners rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It's so easy to do, and it helps others find our show. So we've got a bonus for the next 200 people who review us, Reveal Tote Bags. Like our t-shirts, they're simple and elegant, dark blue with the word facts written across the front in bold type. So here's what you got to do. Text the word REVIEW to 474747, and we'll give you instructions on how to get one while supplies last. Again, text the word REVIEW to 474747. You can text STOP at any time, and standard rates apply. And when you leave the review, if you want to tell them that Al Ledson is your all-time favorite host, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to be mad at that. Thank you so much for your review on Apple Podcasts. It makes a huge difference. From the Center for Investigative Reporting in PRX, this is Reveal. I'm Al Ledson. In our last episode, we looked at the challenges of getting organs to patients who are waiting for them. After a heart or kidney or liver is recovered, there's a rush of activity to get that organ to the person whose life depends on it. Now we want to focus on what happens just before that flurry. Because that promise of life means someone has died. My name is Dexter Chris. I am a full professor at uh, SUNY Plattsburgh. And Dalton is my son. He is the third of uh, three children. Dalton is mostly known because he was an outstanding wrestler here in upstate New York. He was such a kind person to everyone that he wrestled. He would win and then pick him up off, off the mat. You know, he's just that kind of guy. Dalton graduated from high school June 2019. He was going to major in criminal justice there at SUNY Plattsburgh. And he was going to also minor in music as well as history. He loved history a lot. August 19th, the day of the accident, changed everything for the Chris family. Barbara, my wife, and Dalton were coming from work. So they actually worked together at the resort. And they were maybe six miles from the house. It seems that Dalton dozed off and crossed the median, went down into a little drainage ditch. But that drainage ditch was just enough to send the the Jeep that they were driving, airborne. Dalton's Jeep ended up hitting a house. He hit his head in the force of the crash. Barbara was badly injured, too. They were both unconscious. I got the phone call, and, and when I got there, both Barbara and Dalton were next to each other, and to look at them, there was no reason to think that Barbara was going to survive. And there was no reason to think that Dalton wouldn't survive. It just looked like he was fine and Barbara was not. They were both in such serious condition that they were airlifted from Plattsburgh to the University of Vermont Medical Center in Burlington. They were just rooms away from one another in the ICU. After Dexter and his daughter Danielle arrived at UVM, doctors explained that it was Dalton who was more seriously hurt. His neck had been broken in the crash. His brain had bled so much, he was suffering a series of strokes. Now I'm being told that Dalton was not going to make it. I remember that like it was yesterday. 
And just like it was yesterday, I couldn't believe that's what they were saying, that he was not going to make it. I think it was Jennifer who found a, a quiet room. My name is Jennifer DeMaroni, and I'm the organ donation coordinator at University of Vermont Medical Center. So when my daughter Danielle and I sat down, Jennifer presented to me Dalton's driver's license. So you got to you can imagine, you know, my son and my wife, they had cut their clothes away and their jewelry had been removed and all that kind of stuff. And in the midst of all that chaos, there's Dalton's driver's license. And she points out to me that he's an organ donor. And I started to smile and cry. And I said, yes, he is. Jennifer explained she still needed the family's permission to make sure that Dalton's wish to be an organ donor was carried out. Dexter gave the okay. And she said, to celebrate this wonderful choice that my son made and others that um, find themselves given the organs, an honor walk has been established, and UVM is, is one of those places where the person's last wishes can be carried out. An honor walk is a new ritual being adopted by hospitals around the U.S. It takes place after a patient has died and just before their organs are recovered. It's meant to honor the gift they're making. An honor walk is when staff from all across the hospital come and line the halls between the ICU and the operating room as the patient and the family take their final walk all together um, before the donation. UVM Medical Center started doing honor walks in August of 2018. Carol Maxwell is an intensive care nurse there. Before honor walks, sometimes the families would leave before we would bring their loved one's body to the operating room. And it, it felt kind of bizarre and, and lonely and strange. After doctors made the official call that Dalton had died, hospital staff dove into planning the honor walk. Jennifer says they try to add personal touches to the walks whenever possible. They found out that Dexter was a director of a gospel choir, one that Dalton was involved in, too. And so as we were planning the honor walk, someone said, All right, we should have a gospel choir here. We were able to bring the gospel choirs that I direct. We were in the ICU, and the timing of the operating room was about, I'd say, 15 minutes away. And all of a sudden, you could just hear, if you listen carefully, you could hear this beautiful music. And it, it, if it was loud, you couldn't hear it. You needed to, to listen. And they were warming up, and they were warming up with amazing grace. And it just immediately brought chills when you heard just something so beautiful in, in the controlled chaos of an ICU. So 15 minutes before we leave the ICU, a final pop-up comes out on the computer. So everyone's computer gets a pop-up that says, in 15 minutes, the honor walk is going to be happening. At that point, we start lining everyone up. 
we had moved Dalton into his mom's room, Barbara, so that they could be together one last time. So I felt it important that Barbara, if she had any level of consciousness at that point, would have opportunity to touch her son's hand for the last time. And so Barbara, myself, and Danielle and Lakita, maybe my mom, I can't remember all the hands that were in this, um, but we all held hands together at that one moment. And as we came out of her room after that really touching moment, um, I could hear the choir singing, and it just sent chills down my spine because uh, I knew that they all loved Dalton and loved Dexter and loved Barbara, and uh, that it was a very close community. And they started to sing this song, All We Ask, by Dunny McClurkin. And it's a beautiful song which talks about someone in their last days about to die. And the song is so, um, it resonates great with Dalton. And it was joyful at a really, really sad time. There was joy. The hallways were packed on both sides. With not only friends, not only athletes that Dalton had known, but so many UVM staff. You see uniforms from all across the hospital. From housekeeping to folks who work in the cafeterias to doctors to nurses and residents from all over the hospital. To walk those steps behind your son and you realize it's literally two or three hundred people in those halls. Now that was amazing. Take me home, Clark. Take me home. We walked through the hallways um, and went through the operating room hallway to the door to where you have to be sterile to go in. And that's where we stopped and they finished singing there and gave the family a few minutes to say goodbye. And You know, I'm a, I'm a fairly strong guy emotionally, but um, when you realize <clears throat> when you realize you're not going to see your son breathe again, when he's not going to be warm again, his heart's not going to beat again. The next time you see him, that became final. <laughs> the next match, boy. Win the next match. All right, one more point. Get two, all right? Get two. Okay. I guess the more, the most uncomfortable part was after the honor walk is complete, you walk back down that hall. Now, that was the most shocking thing. People were still there. It's not like they said, okay, we're out. You know? that <laughs> They were, they were still, the honor walk is, is, is uh, forward and reverse. I think about if Dalton was not an organ donor, there would have been 
just, I shouldn't say just sorrow. There would have been great memories. But the very fact there's a legacy left in so many people after Dalton, there's a level of celebration that would not normally be there. Up to 50, if not more, people that Dalton is able to help. According to a letter I received from the organ donation people there in, in Albany, New York, there's a young man, a father, 44-year-old father, who received a Dalton heart. That, that 44-year-old father, his family, his children, they're celebrating. The recipient of one of Dalton's corneas in Albany, the restoration of sight, to them, that's a miracle. The person in Seattle, Washington, who received Dalton's other cornea, same thing. That's such a celebration that deserves to be celebrated. Our story was produced by Tina Antolini. This performance of All We Ask is by the Plattsburgh State Gospel Choir, directed by Dexter Chris, Dalton's father. Our story was edited by Taki Telenitas. Special thanks to Danielle Chris and Reveal's Laura Starcheski. Victoria Baronetsky is Reveal's general counsel. Our production manager's Mwende Inahosa. Original score and sound design by the dynamic duo Jay Breezy, Mr. Jim Briggs, and Fernando, my man, yo, Aruda. They had help this week from Amy Mustafa and Najib Amini. Our CEO is Krista Scharfenberg. Matt Thompson is our editor-in-chief. Our executive producer is Kevin Sullivan. Support for Reveal is provided by the Reeve and David Logan Foundation, the John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation, the Jonathan Logan Family Foundation, the Ford Foundation, the Heising Simons Foundation, the Democracy Fund, and the Ethics and Excellence in Journalism Foundation. Reveal is a co-production of the Center for Investigative Reporting and PRX. I'm Al Letson. And remember, there is always more to the story.